Hi everyone, David here from Project Daybreak, talking about the upcoming talents all around the world. Now we have new guests in front of our mic, but I'll let them introduce themselves. Hello, hello. We're, we're called uh, the Wacky Professors of Blues. And we're a young blues rock group from Slovenia. Okay. We'd like to introduce ourselves on your uh, Daybreak, Daybreak <laughs> project type. <laughs> <laughs> we can hear some uh, some blues uh, in the background. Who, who's playing there? That's uh, that's our harmonica player, Mika. If he has some sounds for you. <laughs> now, of course, uh, first question, uh, Wacky Professors, where did the name come from? Honestly, it was like uh, we we had one Slovenian name which is uh, pronounced in our language Prismoini Profesori Bluza, and it sounds really funny in Slovenian. Uh, but then when we started playing like... Uh, in other countries or went to play in Austria and somewhere else we just wanted to use the uh, English name and uh, we searched for, for a direct translation which okay. came up to the wacky professors of blues. So uh, you guys are the professors who are a bit wacky? No. <laughs> <laughs> more, more wacky than professors. I mean, more wacky than professors, okay. But that, that gives a twitch to the, the blues of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. We, we don't want to be called the professors because that's uh, like... Too serious. Uh, yeah, too serious. We, we aren't like professors of blues. That would be really uh, not not good uh, trademark for us because we are just like we, we need to be wacky professors. Not not the regular not ones. Everything is in order all the time. But you know, there, there's uh, the Big Bang Theory. It's also filled with wacky professors. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't do that. <laughs> Now, um, of course, yeah, you guys have been performing for how long uh, together? Our first concert was about five years ago, maybe. What do you think, guys? Six. <laughs> so it's like in a casino. Who who bids higher? Five, six, seven. <laughs> Every one of us has a different theory. That's funny. Okay, but um, like really enjoying music and uh, time passes so quickly that sometimes we just don't know uh, where does all the time go. Okay. <laughs> now, we like uh, a lot of gigs in these years, especially uh, last two years, we've been doing like geek almost every every week or sometimes two times a week. We just like to, to play as much as possible, and sometimes we even forget uh, when exactly we started. Like seriously. And you guys are already doing this full time, or we're, we're trying to because here in our country, it's uh, one one thing that is good that there there aren't a lot of bands playing that kind of music in that kind of uh, style and feeling, and that that's okay. But on the other hand, it's really hard to uh, get bigger gigs like festivals or 
because the, um, there aren't any. <laughs> yeah, there aren't any, and there there aren't any guys who'd be like uh, searching for this kind of artists and put them on the bigger stages. Oh, okay. But you, you know, know um, all all small places in Slovenia clubs like in a way. Because we have uh, blues festivals here in Belgium. Yeah, we we looked, we searched for it. Our drummer searched for some festivals around Europe and. Uh, found out there there are a lot of them and uh, we'll try to to connect with with them in a couple of next years okay so if you guys would happen to come to uh to belgium just let us know so we can uh, also pass by of course yeah, that would be that would be great you have to hear the the videos and the music and uh, it's very like uh, ener energetic music a lot of energy i think people would like it that's of course always the important most important thing is that uh there's energy in your music that the people enjoy that that you that you pass on in fact when you're doing gigs uh, can you can you say it again sorry i i didn't not as i just meant that uh, the, the energy uh, that you give through uh, a, a gig a performance and that's of course the most important thing towards your audience that, that yeah. they they know you're you're there you're you're playing for them and you're just having fun it's really like uh, here, the drummer will say something. Hello, this is Latka, the drummer. I would just like to say that live gigs are our speciality because uh, we don't have a CD yet, and the live gigs are is an, uh, the only way we can communicate to our audience. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> And uh, of course, you said you had a lot of gigs, so you guys have a lot of uh, songs already? Yeah, we have like 30 songs of our material, so that would be like three CDs. But we're still waiting um, to to make uh, like an album. We don't want to record album too fast because the problem is that a lot of people are making albums just to, to have an album. But we just want to have really, I think, balanced and good albums. So we, we're just rehearsing and... Uh, Still playing the songs, like, uh, and um, try to fulfill them even more. Uh, so you're you're still it. tweaking there a bit and 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 uh, making them them like a top presentation. Yes, yes, because people are asking like for two years, well, guys, when, when will you have the CD? We want to buy an album. And we're saying, yeah, we will, we will. Uh, we just have to. Mm, we need like uh, we need to find some like studio and some guys who could manage uh, this recording in uh, old-fashioned way because uh, it's a specific music, very like blues rock in a way of um, with a lot with a lot of energy, and you need to uh, you need to find the right place to record drums, like bigger bigger room for drums and uh, everything. And this sometimes it's not really uh, cheap. And yeah, we're all still so young, and it's hard to. To have all the uh, the necessary needs for an album. Uh, how young is the youngest of the, of the group? Uh, Mika is a harmonica player. He's how old? 22. 22. And the oldest? Uh, 25. 26. 26. 26. Okay, yeah. So you guys are still young. I, I'm even older. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
Now, uh, did, you all, did you all start at a young age? I mean, in music? So not to tobacco professors, but in music, you started at a young age? or? Our story is a little different. I can, for example, the, uh, the harmonica player started first. He started play, playing music, really, when he was really young. He will tell us something about it. I'll give the mic to him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's uh, Micha, the harmonica guy. Um, I actually started playing when I was in um, primary school. Uh, that's when I heard the blues. I mean, before I, when I was 11, I was listening already to Metallica. And when I heard the blues, it was like, whoa, whoa it's, this is something really music with so much energy and it was just crazy, and my father, he was also playing uh, harmonica, mm -hmm. and I really, and he's also a, a music collector, he, he's collecting long plays, and um, when I heard him playing, I also said, I want to learn too, harmonica, and then he started to learn me, and um, I just started playing, playing, and... Um, getting to know other people who play also that kind of music. Mm -hmm. uh, now I really enjoy because uh, with all my friends in the band, we, we, we really have this energy now these days, uh, actually from long time playing. And uh, it's like dreams are getting fulfilled, you know, it's really, it's really nice. And do you still remember which record you were listening to? Because you said uh, you heard the blues and you were completely amazed. Yeah. Uh, was it anyone specific, anyone that inspires you in blues music? It was actually um, Muddy Waters. Uh, oh, okay. Elmer James and Paul Butterfield also. Um, and the Blues Brothers, perhaps? Blues Brothers, <laughs> no, no, no. But, Actually, actually, Blues Brothers, um, actually, Julian, the guy you, you were speaking, he's actually my brother. Uh, so we are kind of Slovenian Blues Brothers here. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, and you guys are also doing the, the movie then, so uh, the 2014 movie. <laughs> <laughs> when we go sleeping and... <laughs> <laughs> when we sleep in our dreams, this is like <laughs> one project. Okay, but that's also nice because I, I once, but it's, it's yeah, it's been uh, I think almost ten years ago. Um, but I have uh, performed the dance they're doing in the film um, on a karaoke night in the bar where I worked for about uh, four hundred people. So <laughs> <laughs> great. That was. Were, were you sober or were you drunk? <laughs> Um, no, it was, it was a contest. Question. It was a contest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, probably it was wonderful. It was wonderful because you almost won. Great, <laughs> great, great. Now, a question for all you guys. Um, do you still remember the very first record you ever bought? Uh -huh. ever bought yeah. Perhaps a cassette or an LP? Uh... Yeah, each of us probably very different things. I, I probably first bought some CD of Metallica or <laughs> some metal band because I was really into this metal music when I was in primary school, but I don't know. What about you guys? My, my CD, uh, actually I was listening to Metallica from the 
uh, older brother, but then the first CD that I bought was Creedence Clearwater Revival, CCR. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's... Incredible uh, music. Incredible music, yeah. I'm also a big fan of CCR, in fact. Anyone else? <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm the drummer, and I listen to a lot of hip-hop. So I guess that my was like the old uh, 90s hip-hop Biggie and Tupac Eminem. records. Yeah, no, Eminem, I guess later, yeah. But okay. Tupac and Biggie and all those beats really made me. Tupac, Coolio. What? Coolio, Gangsta's Paradise. Yeah, yeah, of course. Those, those were like <laughs> funny like pop songs. But the underground rap scene was also like big. Wu-Tangs and some. They had good beats and that I think that, that's good. That stuck with me like a drummer. Okay, so and uh, so you you chose eventually for the blues. Uh, yeah, my name is Micha. I'm the bass player, mm -hmm. and actually, mm, uh, the first CD I bought was actually, as Zatko said, uh, actually a hip hop record, which it was which is called Thirty Six Chambers of Shaolin. I think it's from the <laughs> Tang Clan. Oh, okay. Uh, from 1991, I think, but. The that that was the first uh, record I bought, but the first record I was given to was actually the <clears throat> greatest hits of Rolling Stones, which uh, was given to me by my mother, oh, okay. uh, and that was when I was <clears throat> I think maybe eight or nine years old actually. So that's the the story of uh, uh, first CD. So you you were already a Rolling Stone at that age. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I first started with the Rolling Stones, and then uh, when I w I wanted to be, you know, like uh, a rebel and stuff, then uh, the first choice was normally hip hop. Mm -hmm. And and th those were those were the, the times when hip hop uh, was um, rebellious music. But I which think now yeah. isn't. Now it's more uh, commercial. It's got more exactly commercial. exactly my point. Now, um, for you guys, um, do you write your songs all together? Or is there someone uh, writing the lyrics and anyone else writing the music? Or Well, um, <laughs> we all do it, in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like, uh, the thing was, um, it really connected us, uh, us four parts of the band when, when also the harmonica player and the drummer begin to write lyrics, especially the drummer, because for the first few years uh, uh, I was just writing lyrics my own, just but, uh, just guitar, uh, playing guitar and singing, <laughs> and then uh, the drummer and the harmonica player started making some real good lyrics, and eventually they also started singing. So right now I think like 60 or 70 percent of lyrics are written by our drummer, and he has like really good... Uh, good ear for like Bob Bob Dylan style of lyrics very uh, very humorous very very deep and uh, yeah it's like really nice uh, when we do such new songs uh, but sometimes we even make some parts of the songs uh, together like uh, choruses or I don't know whatever but of course um, if you're talking about Bob Dylan um, he meant a lot a lot of things with his uh, lyrics there were a really deep meaning in it Um, for example, Mr. Tambourine Man yeah. um, is actually about drugs. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, that that's well known fact. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he was the master of uh, of disguise. Doing disguise. Yeah, <laughs> in, uh, in words, of course, and uh, really a genius. So it's a big inspiration for us all. All of these like uh, blues players from black blues players from 60s and 50s, and then also Bob Dylan and. A lot of music probably for um, 70s, 60s and 50s for us. It's a big inspiration. But we also try to like mix it with some uh, modern uh, things like free jazz maybe in a way. We, we're, when Sometimes we're doing concert and uh, do a lot of jams in between our songs. Mm-hmm. We could just go for howling with guitars and uh, banging with drums like, and that's similar to some free jazz uh, compositions in a way. And, and where do your lyrics talk about do you talk about personal things things that happen in your life or things happening in the society in the world or yeah, i think all together all together we have some lyrics about uh, social problems and then uh, some lyrics uh, which are uh, made by uh, they are inspired by happenings in our lives like love and uh, all so of this all stuff. you guys have, have written about an ex-girlfriend But not not especially like one <laughs> lyric, but there there are some uh, <laughs> some similarities with some happenings. <laughs> yeah. Because so the blues the blues is very very um, like sexual music in a way, and uh, a lot of these lyrics have to be a little spicy in a way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Darren said they they need to have double meanings, so there are some metaphors which can uh, be connected with. Okay. Now, of course, um, if you check out the international scene, the music scene at this moment, there are a lot of festivals, a lot of concerts, a lot of music venues around the world. Is there any stage, any music venue you would like to perform that would be a dream? I think the, for us it would uh, be great if we would just be in a festival. I don't know, we played, the, our bigger concert was like maybe 4,000 people. We would like to like play on big blues festivals because we, we checked out the... the um, the artists who play on these festivals and I think in a way we, we are just as good or maybe even more interesting in some way, not to be bragging about it, but our music <laughs> is really maybe in a way good for the bigger audiences. So we would be really happy to have this opportunity to, to perform on those bigger stages. But I don't know, I can't remind like the name of some like really, really big festival. Maybe this festival in Serbia exit, we, we sent some Uh, recordings there, or maybe some festivals in Zigget in uh, Hungary. Yeah, of course, um, you got uh, like Wembley Stadium, uh, Madison Square Garden. Um, you've got yeah a lot of music venues in in London or in the States. Um, perfect, uh, but uh, we would like need to probably, I don't know, live somewhere in. For example, uh, me and my brother went to London and we played there in these blues clubs. Uh, we were there for seven days, but if we would like, we would like to connect more with the people who are 
who know these uh, or managers who are dealing with these things, we would need to live somewhere probably in foreign country because here in Slovenia, like I said, it's really hard. Like th there aren't manager, musical managers or or people uh, with that kind of connections in that kind of music style that we play. We have like just uh, very strong uh, commercial and pop music scene, but like for all the alternatives, it's really like maybe a little bit harder. Okay, so perhaps someone who's listening now is like, okay, I'm still searching for a blues band, so they can <laughs> so they, they they can contact you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll pass the mic on to someone else to say some more words. <laughs> It's uh, really interesting because um, this kind of music that we play. Uh, actually, I'm Mike Harmonica. Uh, mm -hmm. Because um, the audience is, you have all sorts of, I mean, uh, whole, all, all ages, uh, from 17 till 60 uh, years old people, and uh, they all enjoy music. It's interesting this, that that kind of music uh, connects so many people from uh, different places, ages, everything. It's, it's just... Um, I think that blues is also very actual in these times now. Our style of blues, it's not, it shouldn't be called like strict blues. It's very mixed with other genres. So if you say blues, it's not just blues. It's also rock. It's also some pieces of free jazz, funk. Um, it's like a fusion of these similar styles, but not like ortho blues. It, it's definitely not just that. <laughs> And uh, for 2014, uh, what can we expect from you guys? We're really, really working hard now because uh, a lot of people recognize us here in, in Slovenia. Like a lot of uh, folks are coming to our concerts and uh, sometimes even traveling for, uh, for, I don't know, 100 kilometers to hear us. And we just want to expand our uh, influence to, to next, uh, to other countries maybe in a way because... Uh, It would be really nice to to travel around and play your music and just uh, be even better. And uh, if, I think if someone has something to say, it's really uh, nice if he gets that opportunity to be heard. And I think this interview maybe will, in a way, help us a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> you have to check out our music and videos and uh, you'll see what kind of music are we playing. It would be easier for you to to say if, I don't know, this music is okay to be played somewhere else or not. And, and for the listeners now, um, where can they find you? Uh, do you guys uh, have a website, a Facebook page, uh, we Twitter? Have a, we have a Facebook page which is, uh, which is in our own language, so that's maybe uh, one thing that we should uh, we'd need to do if we would be like playing in uh, other countries. Right now we have this... Uh, page it's called Prismoeni Professori Bluesa and this means the wacky blues professor in our language but we have a mail we have email like the wacky professors uh, at dot com uh, gmail.com at gmail.com okay um, and this is uh, 
uh, I think the only medium which is uh, in foreign language, so so that others can can connect with us. Because if people don't know the Slovenian name, they they can't find it. That, that But then we should uh, we we're definitely going to link everything in the article yeah, uh, on our website. So they can just uh, click on the, the links below and then they can just follow you guys on Facebook really, really. or Twitter or SoundCloud or whatever page your guys are on. Now, um, one last question uh, before we have to close up this interview because I see we're almost uh, 25 <laughs> minutes away. Um, if you guys uh, would name the top three on your bucket list, you know, uh, 10 things to do before you die. Um, it doesn't have to do with music, so it can be personal. But if you would have to name the first three. My answer sincerely would be I've, that I've al already done them. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> in a way, I'm, I'm ready to die if I <laughs> have to. <laughs> I think it's like you have to live, uh, live your try or try to live your life like it could be like your last day or, um, or that when, you, when this day that you die comes, you have to be happy and say, okay, I, I experienced some things. It's, it's cool. It's okay for for me to go now. So that that's my my uh, answer. But I don't know for 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 my uh, bandmates what will they say. Here is the harmonica. I would make a big jam uh, with all my friends, family, big uh, jam, so everybody would play and we would all hang out, uh, party, and then I would die with a satisfied mind. I, <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, the drummer here. Yeah. I would love it if tomorrow would be Christmas celebration. Yeah, if every day would be a Christmas <laughs> and every night is New Year's Eve. Yeah, that would be great. Okay, so you guys can perform every day then. <laughs> Yeah, three more reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, now, of course, um, I would like to thank you guys for making the time for this interview. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for inviting us. Of course. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because, you know, you're all there. We found a moment together so we can talk and talk about your ambitions. And now, of course, we invite every listener to like you on your Facebook, on your website, check out your music, and perhaps uh, keep sending you guys mails for having an album, yeah. so you can uh, have a lot of uh, sales at first hand then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. Okay, until next time. Yeah. Yeah, we just want to say thank you for inviting us. And uh, <clears throat> as Jimmy Hendrix said, uh, <clears throat> blues is easy to play but hard to feel. If you want to feel raw sexual power, come to our concert. Ah, voilà. <laughs> That's nice. That's very nice. But um, like we said, uh, if you guys are performing in Belgium, just let us know. And then we'll check you guys out in person. Okay.
Yep. Until next time, guys. Hello to all the audience.